Good morning, it's Belle. Welcome to, oh my god, my phone just happens to like right on time, guys. Um, welcome to Go From Here. It's family, family Friday. It's Friday feels. I am a bit of a mess. My last final is tomorrow. Thank fucking god. Um, my holidays start in two weeks. I'm so excited and so ready to just be able to like clean the house and prep for friends miss dinner and send my gifts and all these other things. I am so, so excited for just Christmas break. Um, it feels like counting down the days like when I was younger in school and high school and stuff or when I was in school in general. Well, I guess we don't, do you get Christmas break for university? Oh yeah, I guess so. You do get Christmas break for university or college. I forgot that that was a thing. Anyways, so this week I <clears throat> was still working on meditating and I already forgot what the other thing was that my poor therapist has never-ending patience for me with she told me to do something else and I already forgot what it was so I will talk about inherited family trauma today because oddly enough it's been coming up a lot in my life uh it's been something that I've learned in therapy a few years ago and it blew my mind I had no idea this was a thing. I, you know, I, I, I mean, I, you learn a lot in therapy, especially when things start coming up and then you're just like, I don't even know why I'm like this. And then your therapist is like, well, maybe because of your mom or like your dad or, you know, their parents. And you're like, but how? I don't really get that. Hold on, Echo needs to go outside. So inherited family trauma. I had no idea what this was and then when I started working on it with my first therapist, I didn't know what to do with that information. I didn't know that so much of what I did and what I said came from my parents. Um, and then whatever they did and taught me unconsciously came from their parents and it was just this like ongoing cycle of drama. Um, the most interesting part about family trauma is that you don't even realize that you carry it with you because of just how you were nurtured and brought up. Um, and then you don't know why you do certain things or you say certain things or why you don't like certain things or why you can only trust certain people or not trust certain people or have opinions about things that you're like, I don't really know why I have an opinion about this. Um, <clears throat> So for those of you who don't know what inherited family trauma is, I am currently reading the book by Mark Wolin. It's called, It Didn't Start With You, How Inherited Family Trauma Shapes Who We Are and How to End the Cycle. It's uh, it, it like anything in therapy, is taking me a while to consume because it's a lot. There, I mean, you know, growth is 
heavy as it is and then to have to go through the cycles and the phases uh can get very overwhelming sometimes and this book is definitely one of those things where I'm like I've already learned about inherited family trauma but it's not easy anytime it comes up ever really so there's a passage in the book that I wanted to read out for those of you who don't know what inherited family trauma is to kind of give a better idea of what it is. Uh, so Mark says, unconsciously we re- re- guys, I'm so sorry. <laughs> unconsciously we relive our mother's anxiety. We repeat our father's disappointments. We replicate the failed relationships of our parents or grandparents just as we inherit our eye color and blood type. We also inherit the residue from traumatic experiences or events that have taken place in our family. It's essentially you carrying around, you know, the same disappointments that your parents had with people in their life or their parents, or, you know, it can be super mundane things like not trusting doctors or not ever going to the dentist or keeping your money under the mattress for whatever reason, or, you know, not trusting mechanics. It's, it's really simple stuff like that, that you don't even realize something that your parents instilled in you until like later in life, if you ever realize it. Sometimes too, you know, my mom um, gave me the lack of trust in people. You know, she loves people. She's a very, I think, extroverted woman, at least. I think she's a bit of an ambivert, I think, because she can take time to herself, but she gets a lot of energy from people. Um, but she also lacks like an immense amount of trust from people. And I think, you know, that came from her childhood growing up not very well off and, you know, just the relationships that she had. And then uh, just bringing it on to me. So I am working on heavily in therapy to learn how to trust people again. And it doesn't help that I've gone through my own experiences in my own relationships or my friendships where I've justified not trusting people. So it's, it's things like that that you don't think about every day and then kind of just go about your life thinking this is who I am and then not realizing that, you know, not trusting people was not something that just comes to you like as a child uh, or is part of your personality. That's not an addition to our personalities, guys. Or, you know, like I said before, not trusting your doctor, hiding your money under the mattress or like never going to a mechanic because your parents were never those types of people. It's funny because now with COVID and vaccines, anti-vaxxers may very well be projecting their inherited family trauma. You know, a lot of people don't get vaccines because growing up their parents never trusted doctors or vaccines. So now that they're older, why would they trust doctors or vaccines? You, They don't know any different. And it's so deep because it is an inherited family trauma that to them, that's their own decision. They've made up their minds that they will never get vaccinated or have their kids be vaccinated because 
you know, they've never been vaccinated. They've lived their lives without any vaccines that were required. They've just lived their life having vaccines that were given to them as children when they were babies, because like smallpox and stuff. So it, it is a very interesting topic, inherited family trauma. It's, it's, it's hard for a lot of people to grasp, I think, because it's a hard argument to have. I, I mean, it's not an argument. Well, it can be. It turns into an argument, I think, because at least for me, when my therapist first brought it up, is very difficult for me to not challenge her right away with the things that she was saying because I kept thinking, well, no, those are my own thoughts. Those are my own opinions and reactions. And, you know, my mom and dad never had any reason to make me feel that way or think that way. And then as I grew older and saw it in my friendships and, you know, my relationships, I questioned it a lot more. Um, and then now that I'm to my second therapist and a lot older, I definitely see the similarities. You know, like in movies when um, it's a triggering thing for individuals when their partners say, well, you're just like your mom or like, oh my God, stop being like your dad. And sometimes, more often than not, their relationships with their parents, when that becomes a trigger, isn't very good. It's kind of like that. Uh, you start seeing the things that you didn't like in your parents and you're doing it, but you don't even realize that you're doing it. Um, one of the things is a very personal note. It's not, anyways. So one of the things growing up for me was that my house was impeccably clean. I, I'm pretty sure it still is. Or my, my parents' house, not mine. Um, you could walk in and it looked staged every single day. And I never really understood why that was or why my mom wanted it to be that way. Like we had, or I think they still have it. So they have this beautiful couch set and it's red and it's gorgeous it's definitely a statement piece that's my mom's favorite color as is mine and growing up my mom didn't let us sit on it because she said that it was you know it was a statement piece and the only time we were allowed to sit on it was when people were over um and i i mean i don't do that now i don't have a statement piece for a couch i can't afford that like anyways um but I do find myself cleaning constantly. And, you know, my therapist told me that it's a part of my anxiety and what I have, but it's also a part of what I grew up with. There's the constant um, like need to clean is part of OCD with my anxiety, but also because she said that, you know, it's a way that I probably saw my mom's anxiety and then she dealt with it that way and kept her anxiety at bay, whereas mine is kept at bay by drugs. And I just clean because of my OCD factor, but there's really no reason behind it. I just clean. <laughs> so that's just something I'm working on now, realizing that it is part of my OCD. Um, 
But it's things like that that you're just like, I have to think about and sit with and then move forward with however I want to move forward with that information. It's just, it's never, like I said before, it's still a challenge to, to have that realization with yourself that there are things that your parents do and say um, sometimes are hurtful and you don't even realize until way, way older. Um, but that's for another podcast. If you guys want to listen to that one with me, at least. Um, so yeah, I just, uh, inherited family trauma guys. It's, it's an interesting topic. If you guys want to read the book, I'll link Mark's book in the description. And uh, if you guys want to talk to me about inherited family trauma, feel free to tweet me or DM me on Instagram. Um, and uh, we'll talk about it. I've, I am of no expert on this topic at all, which is why I'm putting the book in the description. And uh, you guys can Google to your heart's desire, whatever it is that you guys want to Google about this topic. But I just wanted to talk about it a little bit and bring it up. So people, you know, the more awareness we have about our mental health, the better, right? The more knowledge we all have, the better. And I hope you guys have a great weekend and are getting ready for the holidays. And I hope that you guys are gentle on yourselves as per usual so you guys can be gentle to everyone else. I love you guys and I appreciate you guys for listening every, every damn time. Hazen Echo, say bye to you. Okay, bye.